a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at NFL on Twitter. And of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And I took a week off. I took a week off. In fact, I was on my holly bops, right? And I went over to España. Gracias, señor. I went over to Spain and I brought all the gear. I brought, put the mic. Much to my family's annoyance and detriment. I put the microphone in. I had the... Uh, well, it was kind of like a makeshift set, you know, the, the laptop. I had the whole thing. Uh, went over and I thought to ease myself into the holly bops, I'll do a bloopers episode. That'd be easy, right? Do a bloopers episode, all the funny stuff. Holy llama, that took hours. You wouldn't believe, you know, sifting through, trying to find the, you know, the bloopery, bantery bits. So that's part one. Um, so I thought it'd ease in that way and then do another episode. But from looking at the news, lads, holy Jesus, there's nothing going on. Nothing. So I guess I have to do a podcast just to just to kind of, you know, stay alive. Um, we want to talk about the trip and stuff. And there, there has been a few bits that's gone, um, you know, back and forth um, or whatever. So, uh, the holiday was great. I had a great time. Went to went to with the two kids and uh, and John. Um, started off really really well, and then kind of ended. And you might think I'm joking, but I'm totally not joking. It ended in a very near, uh, robbery slash abduction. That's all I'm gonna say about it. Uh, frightened the life out of me. Uh, had to use my wits and balls. And uh, try avoid that situation. Speaking of balls, um, let's talk some news. So clay matches came out during the don't know what it was, maybe two weeks ago now, and said that the outside linebacker depth wasn't great. Then got smacked by a ball in the face. Um, a Rod's contract hasn't been signed yet. Mike Pettin had a great speech. Um, Mercedes Lewis and Byron Bell signed, and that's it. So uh, see you next week, <laughs> dear Jesus. Uh, do you know what it is, right? It's that it's the career journalists out there who I kind of feel sorry for. Because I have to churn out these these pieces, these articles, and you know, and delve into some sort of off season kind of becomes like the X factor. They have to pick a guy who has some weird, you know, tragic backstory and delve into that. And I feel sorry for the writer and I feel sorry for the athlete because he's pouring all this stuff out and everyone's jumping on it because it's the off season. Oh, it's just a bad time to be. Um so yeah, Aaron Rodgers' contract, I guess, is the, is the main one, right? So we have a bunch of people out there saying uh, they look at the Kirk Cousins deal and say that Aaron Rodgers should get fully guaranteed. I, how does that make sense? Like, at all, how does that make sense? Like, it's a, this is a business, right? That These guys get paid. For instance, it's like what Mike Pettin says in his opening speech, uh, which I'll talk about for about four seconds later. Um, this whole thing of uh, it's look it's a kid's game they're running around throwing a ball and everyone takes it really really seriously us included sometimes right even though we like to have a bit of crack um, that's C-R-A-I-C which is the Irish for fun uh, not C-R-A-C-K um, which is prevalent in some areas so it's it's a game it's just throwing a ball around alright and the reason that these lads get like a hundred million dollars to do it and why you know, your brain surgeon who saves, you know, your loved one's life doesn't get a hundred million is because no one, maybe televise the surgery or something, you know, maybe, maybe get the doctor on TV and give him a jersey and sponsor him with Budweiser or something and then it might work. But it's just, 
So many people watch this for escapism. Uh, there's massive money there, and that's how these athletes get paid so much money. Now, if, if it's a game of like, oh, well, he should get 150 because, you know, the organization that the show more important is, don't be silly. I mean, you know, the organization has to protect their interests too. Um, we hear all that stuff coming out that Aaron Rodgers wants an opt-out clause in his contract. Like, if I'm the Green Bay Packers, I'm saying, no, you don't get an opt-out clause because that's bad for us. Bold Aaron, no, 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 stop that now. Now, I know you have a doctorate, you just got a doctorate, and you're a clever guy, you're the most important dude in the organization, but in no way can we give you an opt-out clause that you can say, right, lads, I'm going to head off to San Fran, any money hanging about, you know, there's no way you'd let that happen. Now, is Aaron Rodgers worth a bajillion dollars? Yeah, of course he is. He's Aaron Rodgers, he's the best in the game, probably the best to ever do it, right? Um, a gentle reminder that rings are not a individual stat the routine stat so and the thing is all of this talk about the contract is a big giant who cares anyway because all this stuff like oh well Aaron Rodgers must be annoyed that he's not the highest paid he was the highest paid and you get leapfrogged in the conditions he knows that the organization knows that you know it's not if you I don't know have a house and look it doesn't matter <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter so, so what? Well, let's wait for Aaron Rodgers to sign. Oh, he'll sign. Wow, that's a big amount of guaranteed money. Good on you, Aaron. And then he'll just play for the Packers and it'll be great. So that'll be good. Um, so Clay Matthews uh, came out and people took this out of context as well. He was kind of saying that there wasn't a lot of depth at outside linebacker. Now, him saying that and getting a, getting a clobber in the in the, sl- in the slobber knocker in the jaws uh, was not the same thing. They were doing the charity softball game. And again, the, the career journalist, again, I feel sorry for, came out and had to ask Mike McCarthy, was that the end of the charity game? No, it's not the end of the charity game. He got a random slap in the face with a ball um, that is going to result in facial surgery. Um, but we've all been there. All right. I think everybody listening to the podcast at some stage of another has got balls in the face. Listen, there's been a time where you've been playing football or whatever, in the, um, this is for all of the Paddies and Tommies here, um, in the playground as a kid, and it's, it's freezing, I mean, it's, it's Baltic, you shouldn't really actually let your kids out, it's, it's child cruelty, but we're out there anyway, just knocking a ball around, and you will get one in the face, you get a ball in the face, you get a ball in the balls, look, you'll get a ball anywhere, alright, and it's painful, we all know that, but there's no way they're gonna stop doing the charity, um, softball game, and I feel bad, that, you know, Mike Marathi's a stand-up there. Now, in fairness to him, he took a well. He had a joke. He said that when he looked at the film, Clay didn't put his hand up to stop the ball and all that kind of stuff. It's just unfortunate. But look, at we've all been there, Clay. Hang in there, buddy. So he said that outside linebacker is pretty weak for the Packers. Uh, people thought it was outrageous. Uh, but it's not really, because we are a bit weak. Now, he does mention that they had a rotation of, you know, Julius Peppers and Dayton Jones, which I have to say, Dayton Jones? Really? I mean, he'd still be around, right, if he was kind of a, a really great player. Um, he famously didn't work out uh, for the Packers. Massive disappointment. So, look, we'll make do. Obviously, what Mike Petton has, he's happy with. And what do we know? So, Mike Petton came out. And this, this, it's, this, it's just so hard. Like, I'd love to have, like, a like, firm, firm, firm alarm bell that goes off. A kind of a BSO-meter. Because Mike Petton had his first speech with the team. Look... There's going to be a renewed sexiness. Oh yes, this is my analyst hat. There's going to be renewed vigor in the team solely because there's new personnel. Mike Petton is younger by dozens uh, than Dom Capers. His system is up to date. Now, the only thing that kind of... so Right, wade through the BS with me here. So Mike Petton came out and all the defensive players came out and said how refreshing it was about Mike's speech. You know, apparently he came in and said this. Uh, do plays you want lads 
do what you want, lads. But he'll keep a leash on you. So, I mean, come on. It's kind of um, contradictory, you know, that he's going to let you gonna play your own way. But if you step out of line, he's going to pull you back. So the bottom line is this. Mike Petton wants you to not constrict you so much and allow you to play your natural game. And he has rest in bitch face. So he's going to, you know, slap you about with his eyes. He's going to chew your ass out if you get something wrong. And it's that type of aggressiveness that we need. Mike Daniels has been, and I've kind of been saying this ad nauseum on the podcast. Mike Daniels have been looking for an attitude like this for as long as he's been on the team. He's been very vocal from almost the very start. Um, so now the aggressiveness isn't, you're not going to have to def- depend on the players to do the aggressiveness and build up the atmosphere. It's going to come top down. And if anyone's worked for an organization where the top kind of stinks, you know, it's this stinkity stink comes down through the organization and it ends up sucking to work there and it's terrible. But if you get a guy, you know, who's, you know, full of energy and still holds you to account, it's a scary but exciting place to work. And that's hopefully what the defense is, is going to be doing here. So, the only thing that worries me, I guess, and what's coming out, and I just don't know how much to look into any of this type of stuff, because what do we know? They were talking about, you know, Mike Petton's, they call it the kill defense, you know, like make it easy to learn um, and, and simplify it, and you only have a certain amount of plays, and, and, and Mike Petton talks about, uh, it's not all down to a complicated playbook, you're very simple plays, but it's all to do with your attitude and how well that you stick to your assignment. And that's all well and good when you have the players to do it. Now, do I think we have the players now? Mostly. But like me and Andy had said, you know, this is a this is a rebuild job as much as we like to say it. The Packers, um, you know, had a losing season. So that's the team we are. Without Aaron Rodgers, we're, we're a losing team. Um, and we have a lot to do. And the attitude was lacking. You know, how do we know that next year some other important piece won't go down? This is football. This is a contact sport. So you never know what's going to happen. and You don't want to be on the end of a, of a losing team. We saw other teams' quarterbacks go down and the integrity of the team didn't. They, you know, they stuck in and they fought, most notably the Eagles. Now, we can't look at that in isolation. This is, I know, and I'm, I'm sick to the face of people saying that, oh, they got a backup quarterback and did okay. Their backup quarterback was extremely serviceable. You know, this guy holds a couple of records himself. So, um, you know, and he did the job and it all seemed to work out. Sometimes you can just you know, get into that microcosm. Case Keenum, I would say, um, was in that situation. Um, you know, and he's he's gone on to, to pastures anew because I think, they, you know, the team ultimately know that, you know. So that's the only thing that worried me is that he keeps talking about that it comes down to attitude when we saw that lacking in this team. But I think the fact that he's there in the first place will give this team a renewed energy. But... The only thing, and like we've seen with previous Packer teams and what coaches have told us, the only thing that breeds enthusiasm and faith and loyalty and all of this is winning. So you need to start winning, and once you start winning, you get that confidence and on and upwards you go. Now, it came out of OTAs that J.R. Alexander came down with an interception from Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, people saying it's well-deserved and it's a big morale boost. Um, yeah, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers is super competitive and I don't think he's going to throw it up there and sort of, you know, give him a gimme. And it was famously said last season that Aaron was to, was to actually target Kevin King because he wasn't targeted enough in college because of his height. He's sort of a natural deterrent. So he was told to target him and he did and he had a rough time. So Jair Alexander was tested and came down with the ball and it's great. And that, that's what we need. We need those type of big plays. But this whole thing of, you know, Mike Petton having a nice speech. Look, there's going to be re- renewed energy in the building with him there alone. Um, and what he says, 
really you know it does matter of course it's important that he's a man motivator and um, but he's going to have that kind of grace period anyway the, and what would concern me is also is that he's reduced his own personal playbook down from you know 50 odd uh to 20 25 odd really solid sort of schemes and i don't know if you simplify something surely it's easier to catch on to so that when the more time that you're in a place now i know mike Petton's it seems the type that he's going to reinvent and you know hide coverages and you know and, and do some pretty clever stuff but it would worry me that you simplify it too much and it becomes very easy for opposition you know to pick apart and game game study and say well we know what they're going to do it's just going to do these same you know bunch of plays they bunch of lads up here thinking they're smart when they're really not so let's see how how all of that pans out now, Brian Gutekunst is at it again, so free agency. He's after signing Mercedes Lewis to tight end and Byron Bell for right tackle. So it seems now that we've got the right tackle position sorted. Byron Bell has a long history in the NFL. I usually don't look into quotes because I think it's a load of balls. Like most, most people don't actually say what they mean, but you get the most out of veterans, I find, that they really don't care anymore. And especially veterans that have been on a certain team for a long time. They're in a contract. Like, Clay Matches can come out and say, oh, the depth isn't great. And he might get told by Mike Petton, shut your face. And he's going to go, yeah, right, fair enough. But he's not at risk of, like, getting benched because of what he says. Um, so when you look at, you know, the, the sort of veteran players, they come out with some clangers. Like, Mercedes Lewis says that between himself and Gronk, they're the last two true blocking tight end monsters in the game. Um now that's good self-promotion and it's it's spewed out in the media and sort of regurgitated i'd love to look behind it and get the stats and delve into it and actually see what the story is hopefully um we'll have one of the guys from pro football focus one of the analysts on with us um in the next couple of podcasts just to, you know break down exactly what we have here but if what he's saying is right again i don't think it's a wise thing to be telegraphing this type of stuff you know jimmy graham and lance kendrick's um are be put out there like they're not great blocking tight ends so when you have mercedes lewis in it's gonna eventually get very easy to read you know why he's there he's there to you know run block and all the rest but what i will say is don't get too carried away well i'm certainly not um because i you know think how you want to think um i'm not gonna get too carried away with the jimmy graham lance kendrick's mercedes lewis trifecta you know like i think we need to relax because we thought we had that and when we had the man who should not be named uh, last season and we all got terribly excited. So, you know, Bennett didn't work out. So who knows if Mercedes Lewis and Jimmy Graham will work out. Now, all, you know, looking at the stats, it looks very good. Looking at Jimmy Graham, he's just ridiculous in the red zone. Mercedes Lewis has, you know, some almost franchise equaling numbers in, in with the Jags, but that's because he was there for 12 years. Now, the comment that I liked that he came out and said was that he was kind of done wrong by the Jags, which I like. The fact that he's after coming out and being frank, because most of the time they come out and say, especially, like, if you're, with a, if you're with a girl for 12 years, for Christ's sake, you know, or a boy, well, then you're going to turn around and sort of have something good to say and sort of, you know, pave it over. You've, you've gone on to bigger and better things. Going from the Jags to the Packers, in my humble opinion, as the host of the UK Packers podcast, I would say it's a massive step up. So, you know, it's time to be graceful and say, you know, it's fine. You've went from... You know, Billy Big Belly uh, in Wicklow Town to Zach Efron. And you can sort of say, Billy Big Belly is a good, good guy. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the challenge of Zach Efron. Um, so, you know what I mean? It's, it's He's going up the way. So it's nice for him to sort of be frank about it and come out and, you know, actually give the media something. And Byron Bell sounds like an absolute character. He's a guy, a millionaire, who tries to uh, come across like, you know, he's humble. Which is nice that, you know, he can stay grounded. So he says that he has a... He has a crappy second-hand truck and he never had a car in college and 
uh, he was getting the deal done and the money wasn't right and he was saying yeah look I just want to work man and his agent was like no it's not enough and when they eventually got the deal done he was late signing the contract because uh, he was down cutting his mother's lawn I just love that I just love that humbleness that the man was still like here look you can earn what you want pal but you're back here cutting this grass um, which we all know is a massive pain in the arse especially during the summer I'm planting a lawn myself and it's the path anyway i won't get into it so i just like the way uh, he's gone on so he byron bell's gonna slot in at right tackle uh brian balaga is not expected to make the start of the season and i would ponder as to you know what's gonna happen with with brian balaga he's earning over six million this year he's got two years left in his contract uh, it's he's on his second acl injury so look uh who knows what the what the fate of brian balaga is they've said time and time again that they're not going to ship him out so we'll just see how that actually goes but look, apart from that, there's not a whole lot. It, it, actually, there's one other thing I want to mention, and I would do the clown of the week drop, but it's kind of a shorter podcast. Demaris Randall, oh dear Jesus, he's at it again. So he came out and said that he was going to buy an NBA jersey if you know Team X won. I'm not going to pretend I know about basketball, but it went viral. So uh, there's all these things that would have cost him, like you know, I don't, I don't know what it was. I think it was something. What was it? Eight hundred eighty grand or something like that, or it was more. It was like. 110 million or <laughs> so it was something wild right i know that's that's a lot that's a big difference right and i meant to be good with figures but it's just there he is doing it again but i will mention there's a discount to Marius randall uh signed photo in our 1919 shop which you can get i mean this stuff is seriously cheap in there lots seriously cheap so let's talk about that for a second 1919 shop we're importing uh jerseys and signed photos for as cheap as we can uh, for the fan base over here to make sure that you don't get charged extortionate prices when you go and order them from the states because not only do they overcharge you when you go to the likes of sportsmemorabilia.com but then you've got to pay 40 to 80 pounds or more depending on how heavy the item is to get it to your home so we're doing it for absolutely uh ridiculous prices i have to say and um, the stuff is supremely tempting um for myself um, but two young kids and uh, a missus who slapped me around the place. Um, I haven't made too many purchases yet. But look, you can get a signed current Packer player jersey and a Legends jersey signed for cheaper than you can buy a brand new jersey on the NFL Europe shop. Uh, which, sometimes the numbers fall off. So we have David Bakhtiari, Blake Martinez. You can buy their signed jerseys for less than you can buy yourself a brand new one that someone will throw in the wash the numbers will wash off because you put it on too high a heat um or you know someone else spread beer and whatever whatever right just you can get these frame them they're a very handsome piece and start that fan cave not a man cave because we know we've plenty of lady listeners out there and um, we have don Majikowski photos for really cheap we've a jake ryan signed photo i think it's only about 25 quid we've a paul horn signed jersey he's Vince Lombardi said that Paul Horning was the best player that he ever coached and you can get his signed jersey um, on our store. There's obviously a limited quantity of these things in the world. Uh, KGB, we have his uh, jersey in. We tweeted that out today on the countdown to the season. Uh, KGB, just an absolute animal for the Packers. Um, what we might do is, is kind of do like little mini bios or whatever for, for some of the stuff that we stock in just to show you how great some of these items are. But the supreme piece, um, and again, like the Hornung, this thing... They're very rare and we're very lucky to come across it. We have a Bart Star signed mini helmet in the store. And all of these come with certificates of authenticity. Um, so, you know, there's this independent body out there. And what they'll do is, is they will either witness the signing or you have to send the piece in. They'll examine it with their export experts and get all the details of when it was signed. Um, and they'll give you a certificate if they deem that to be necessary. Kind of like you'd see like a Monet or a Picasso, you know, you'll have... 
if he hadn't have signed it you know you'll get the expert looking at it and say everything is absolutely consistent we've done 100 billion checks on it and it's fine so we only stock stuff um from reputable vendors not from you know ebay or any of that type of lark where someone could be just sitting in a dark room signing stuff in their boxers so you know all of this stuff comes with coas and i have a bit of a fan cave going here in the podcast studio of a donald driver signed book of a jordy nelson signed picture um jerry kramer signed stuff um and it's really nice piece to have and it's a really nice centerpiece to actually do up your house so if your significant other will allow you a room in the house or just a portion of the room even if it's the jacks you know you can get some really nice pieces now in 1919 shop you can get a signed devon house uh, picture which we witnessed um so that actually isn't one with a coa but there's pictures of us there um you can get that for a tenner so you can buy a sign you can get your collection started off with 10 quid you can nip down to tesco get yourself a frame bang it up on the wall for absolutely nothing now the big one is the trip so we have the group trip uh this year is to go over and see the miami game in green bay so that's the one that the whole group is on and that's the one that i'll be i'll be on leading the troop um so that's going to be an absolutely cracking game and we have teamed up with touchdown trips um, a fantastic company a lot of the lads have went with them before it's different than our last vendor um, because the process is we put this out to tender to uh, the different companies and whoever comes back with the best price best value um, usually gets the uh, gets the job and, and you know gridiron use these guys as their official tour operator and every review that came back was fantastic and from dealing with ben at touchdown trips it's been a dream so our main trip not to get it twisted here because we have three offers three without the h um the first one is is to the miami game that's one that i'm going to be on and that you know we're going to have you know the, the whole group on and uh, there's two other offers that you can go to and um, one of them is the patriots game it's not group led but you do get a, a you know if you're affiliated with the uk packers and you're a member um or associated with us well then you get that special discount to go to the patriots game that's for nothing and the la rams game is from 950 pounds which is just ridiculously cheap um, I don't know how touchdown trips uh, are earning any cash off or whatsoever. Um, I'm sure it's, you know, a fiver each way because that is just, that's bargain basement. We've seen people go to the international series games um, and it's cost them over a grand between, you know, London hotel rooms for a night, two nights, that's 150 quid each. That's 300 quid for two nights in a London hotel. And I'm not making this up, I've done it myself. Uh, you know, you, you get the actual international series ticket. And, you know, if you go to a couple of those games to a team that you're not invested in to sit there, uh, you know, with sort of a, a meld of an audience. And I know it's a great experience and it's fantastic for this side of the pond. But, you know, if you're a Packer fan and you're listening and you really want an authentic experience, I mean, you know, do it. Like, go over to the, the States uh, with us. You can come over to the Miami game, which is bargain basement. You can go to the Patriots game, which is the last time you're going to get to see those two heavyweights. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady line up, not unless, you know, Tom Brady ends up living forever in a hyperbaric chamber. Um, and also the LA Rams game. So the LA Rams and Patriots games are away and the typical Lambo game um, is going to be the Miami game. So look, we've connections over in um, Green Bay, you know, with, with agents and players and the Packers have always been very, very good to us when we go over. Um, so it, there's going to be an awful lot to do and you will get value for your money. So if you're listening to this and you're you're on the fence, like just don't delay it's a fantastic trip i've been on loads now you know there's an awful lot of regulars that have been on and we get new people coming all the time if you're a person who you can't drag the missus or the fella over and you're going on your own 
that's no problem we we match people together so if you're going on your own uh, we'll match you with somebody else and we also start up you know whatsapp groups and facebook groups and all this type of stuff so that you can all talk amongst yourselves and get to know each other before you go over and every single year you will land in green bay and you'll meet the people that you've been talking to for weeks and you'll know what they look like and you'll know their sensitivities and what makes you laugh and everything else and you'll be best pals before you go and sure look you know, once the spotted cow gets going and the cheese curds start getting gobbled up, it's an absolutely fantastic time. So don't delay getting on the trip because before you know it, you know, the full amount of money's due and then you'll say you can't afford it. Um, so just, it's the cheapest year that we've had. So if you jump on this now, it's the cheapest that we have and hopefully we can guarantee the same next year. Um, but just don't let it pass is what I'd say to you. But look, it's been fun. Not a whole lot has really happened in Pack Nation and hopefully we'll get some more news. I have some really fantastic stuff lined up. Um, I've had a week away. That's it. I'm done for the year now. My annual leave's done. Um, and I have some players coming up. I have some, you know, interesting guests. And we got a great reaction, by the way, uh, to Ralph Hickok. Um, so people really, really like that book review. And especially to be able to get the author on, uh, it was fantastic. So I guess the parting bit of homework that I have for you is... is is I want to do more of these. Now, I have another book, which is the Heritage Trail book by Cliff Crystal uh, that I'm kind of dipping in and out of, so I can't really give a proper review of that. But the Ralph Hickok book, as an awful lot of you came back to me and said that you did buy and absolutely loved it. I'm so happy that you have... Uh, you know, a nice little bit of Packer history on your bookshelves and something that you really enjoyed. So that's a series that I'm going to try to keep up. If you know of any Green Bay Packer books that you've really enjoyed, uh, do tell me and let me know what they are. I'll dip onto Amazon, I'll buy them, um, and then I'll I'll have a read through them. I'm in the real reading phase now after being on, on my holly bops. Um, you know, I'm sick of Jack Reacher now, and I'm not, I never get sick of Jack Reacher as a boss. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm into that whole reading thing. I get the, the book read, try to get the author on, you know, pick his brain. And we'll try get Pack Nation reading out there some really good literature um, on the team. God knows there's enough of it out there now. So anyway, from myself, at NFL on Twitter, give me a follow. Not that I ever tweet. Follow the group at UK Packers. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Get into that closed group on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at UK Packers. And make sure you sign up for the news that are also to get all of the news on the 1919 shop and trips. And until next week, I'll talk to you then.